to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We're your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Howdy. It's been a little bit since I've done one of these. A debrief. So I probably only have like one um, post that I found that I thought would be cool to go through. Um, it's a bit of a cheese fest, <laughs> um, but I think you'll dig it because uh, it's, you know, Elon Musk stuff. Whatever you think about that guy. Um, some cool habits here, some cool thoughts. So this post I found from Elon Musk thing, which is an interesting, um, it's an interesting uh account to follow to begin with but um but remember the idea of these debriefs is that we want to try to find a way to make our phone scrolling habits useful so try to find something wherever you look that's something you can learn from and be actionable on and i think there's some really good stuff in here for us uh we try to keep these shorter and see how they see how they perform uh, with everybody wanting to listen um, as opposed to the longer hour long, hour and a half long episodes. So this thing, powerful habits from the world's top achievers. Um, I mean, whatever these, these people are like famous people, but uh, it's good lessons to learn here. Okay. Um, the five hour rule and this one, I don't know that, I think I do this, but I don't know that I knew that it was a thing. I don't know that it's a thing just because this post says it's a thing. Doesn't mean it's a thing, but it's a thing. So the five hour rule. So spend an hour a day during the five working days that you, that you have uh, as an American, we work five days a week, generally speaking, some work more, but uh, take an hour out of that day to uh, spend time consciously learning or practicing something new um you know the, they pull this for elon musk and reportedly as a child he would read up to 10 hours a day whatever um but the point is to spend time whatever that time you can do every day when you are generally uh self-expected or expected from others or whatever to be there producing take some of that time to make sure you're researching and learning or practicing something. And I think that's really cool. I've personally spent time uh, in, you know, I guess you could call it a hobby. I've now turned it to a professional thing that I do. Um, I, you know, I own a gym and I own it. And in that gym is my own dojo where I teach um, students have my own students. Um, and I, I've spent a lot of time getting really good at that art, at my martial art, to the point where I'm now a sensei and I can teach. And I've spent uh, structured, purposeful time learning, researching, and practicing that. 
and you know, I did that on the side, basically. Um, I have a full-time job. I have full-time business. I have multiple businesses and you know, I made that happen. So it's not for me to say, Hey, I can do it. You can do it. But the point is that you can find some time every day purposefully, like strategically, systematically to learn something or practice something if for anything just your own enjoyment but you never know you never know uh what can become of it and where you can take it the power of doing nothing and they have einstein here on the slide um so giving your mind the space that it needs to process your thoughts and feelings by, by doing nothing. So Einstein, what it says here, would spend time each day walking outside or simply gazing at the ceiling. It doesn't matter. He was just spending time doing nothing, going for a walk, whatever. This allowed his mind space to process his thoughts and solve problems. So you can use that time. You can use your brain's downtime, your down cycles to solve problems like in the in the background have you ever like thought of a solution to something while you're in the shower or you know you're making dinner and you're like oh that's the thing i've been working on i think i just solved it or you know you're watching a movie and some other thought comes in your head well, that's because you sort of down cycled that you know your brain patterns um and they're able you know your subconscious can kind of work things out uh, for you without you literally spending focused um, top of mind time on it. It's an interesting thing. I'm sure there's studies and stuff out there um, and I'm going to look those up, but um, that's a really interesting thought in, in my opinion. And I think the point here is to realize that that's something that happens and use it to your benefit. That's pretty solid. The high five habit and using Mel Robbins and she's somebody that I've recently started checking out. Um, I don't know a whole lot about her. I like a lot of what she has to say. I've, I've seen her Ted. I think she's done a couple of Ted talks. Um, I've seen a, a Ted talk of hers and another uh, interview or podcast or something. And, and I like, I like a lot of her approach, but um, so she has this thing, do something, a self-affirmation or whatever, it helps you improve your relationship with yourself. So on the slide here, each morning Mel goes to her bathroom and high fives herself in the mirror. She says a simple action can improve your relationship with yourself and your daily motivation. We are our own worst critics. And, and it's one of the things that I, I do talk about in uh, our gym, coaching our, uh, our clients, customers, whatever you want to call them, even my students as well, is that we usually treat ourselves pretty poorly. Uh, if you think about your negative self-talk, we, we usually treat ourselves pretty crappy. We say bad things to ourselves. You, you often say things to yourself that you would not catch yourself saying to other people because you'd be embarrassed the way you're treating them. So why would you treat yourself that way? This is kind of from that. So she's literally high-fiving herself in the mirror um in the morning which is like hey let, you know i'm awesome let's go or you're awesome we're the same person <laughs> uh i find that 
uh, interesting. And, and I often try to do that, you know, but if, if I'm feeling down, I try to give myself some positive self-talk. And another example of that is uh, instead of like, let's say you're about to start something, um, a workout, or you're about to start writing something, or maybe you're going into a, a pitch at work, you're going to talk to your boss instead of saying like, like, all right, Gene, don't mess this up. You know, don't make a mistake. Change that to um, remember to stand tall. Remember to not look at the floor. Remember to shake their hands. Remember to um, go for this thing that I want to get across, right? And that that changes it to the positive outcome or the things you have to do to have a positive outcome instead of focusing solely on don't screw this up or don't make this mistake. And I mean, how many times have you thought about that or how many times have you thought about how many times you've gone to start something and you were stuck on the thing you don't want to do and you wind up doing that thing? Well, that's also part of the you know previous slides. Your your brain subconscious brings things to bear. So why bring something negative to bear? Focus on the positive things. Focus on the things that you the steps that you need to make sure you take to get to that positive uh, result and use that as your mantra. Um, uh, Mel Robbins talks about that a good bit in her talks and things. And I think it's a good lesson for us. No electronics at bedtime or before bedtime or in bed or whatever. Uh, you know, there are a lot of reasons and studies done why you shouldn't be staring at your phone before bedtime. You can just Google it. Um, is lots of obvious things. And anyway, Google it. You'll find everything about that. But um, their example here is Ariana Huffington. Um, before bed, she turns off all of her devices and keeps them out of the bedroom because hers is a, a result of losing sleep will affect her day the next day. And she's probably a pretty busy person um, where that would negatively impact her. But, you know, some obvious things are there's a lot of negative results that are fed into our brain from social media. And let's be real, aside from the, uh, you know, light and the magnetic responses, things like that with the actual, you know, device, things that it does to your brain. There's, you know, studies on uh, serotonin deprecation and, and, and whatever that is in your brain that, that getting, you know, small doses of, uh, of happiness from the device or whatever can affect. And I don't remember what that part is, but, um, they can damage you without you really realizing it. Really what I think we're talking about here is social media. And there's just so much, you know, not just straight up like negativity in terms of like politics and stuff, but, there's a negativity that we feed ourselves when we see other people that we perceive to be happier or more successful than us. And we begin that comparison thing and all of that feeds into your, your subconscious and stuff as you are there. And you know, you, who needs that, right? Definitely not before bed so that you can pre-program that into your subconscious while you sleep. That's terrible. So definitely, you know, no electronics in the bedroom. That's really awesome. Um, 
Think about your habits too. Like, is it the last thing you look at and the first thing you look at? I mean, is it like right by your bed? So, you know, it's the last thing you see, you fall asleep and you get up and then it's the first thing you grab, right? I mean, is there anything else in your life that you treat like that? That's probably a pretty big sign. Um, and I'm not here to be judgmental because I, I definitely fall into that trap a lot too. Um, something I need to think about. So thank you, Ariana Huffington. All right. Um, the last one they have on here, flow state ritual. And they've got Stephen King as the example um, that he's optimized his ability to enter flow state to maximize his output. Uh, he sits down every day in the same place at the same time with the same music and he writes. So he's Stephen King's famously talked about his uh, ability to, because he's written a lot of stuff and, and people ask him that a lot in interviews and stuff. And, you know, he talks about discipline and, and there's a lot of talk about how he's one of the most disciplined writers there is or ever has been. And, you know, so there's this dichotomy between discipline and flow state and all of that stuff. And, and I really, I really like this um, idea of creating a repeatable set of patterns or, a, or an environment that's, that's the same that when you sit down to do the thing that you're there to do, it's there and you can sort of fast forward into that state of working. Um, you know, and, and I will tell you, I have, I'm lucky in that, you know, I run my own businesses and uh, I'm able to work pretty much anywhere I want. And I have a small office where I'm sitting now and I can work from home. And one of the businesses I own is a co-work, which lets me would literally let me work anywhere in the building. We have two locations. And uh, I tend to, I have found over the years, I tend to be the most productive when I'm in this little space. When I, when I, well, first it starts when I get up at my home and I leave it, I get dressed properly so that I can be around other humans and I get dressed and I go there and I'm sitting here away from all of the other things, my comfy couch and, you know, YouTube on my TV and stuff. Um, I'm here and I can work and I find I can fall into that uh, flow state of, of building things on the internet really fast because it's the same setup. Everything's the same way. Um, I have the, basically the same setup at home, you know, monitors in the same place, the same keyboard, the same mouse. Um, and I, and I have a laptop, so I, I bring the same device with me, but I find that just that environment too, being the environment of my home, it's, it's different and I can't get into that. It takes me longer to get going. Um, so I think he's on to something. And, you know, he's pretty successful in terms of his ability to create. And I think, you know, if we're going to listen to somebody, listen to Stephen King there. Um, so those are, those are pretty good, uh, five pretty good habits um, that I think, again, the five-hour rule, spend some time each week every day of the week learning or practicing something new that you're working on. Um, bake in some downtime for doing nothing related to the, the thing that it is that you do every day. 
uh, high five habit. Fill yourself, fill your mind with uh, self-affirming words in in treatment for yourself. Do something about that social media or the phone before bedtime. Don't let that leak into your subconscious. And then flow state, like audit and look at how, where and when and, and why you work and when you work the best and recreate that like purposefully. Um, yeah, so those are pretty solid. I think, uh, I think, I've learned some stuff from this post. That's the whole point of the de debrief stuff is to find something out there in the giant pile of crap that is <laughs> social media that we can learn from. But it's not just about learning. You have to actually uh, do those things. So I think these are some things that would be pretty good to do. And they're, they're pretty low barrier to entry in terms of starting new habits. So um, I'll link this up. Check this out. I can't validate whether we follow this account or not. It's a funny name, Elon Musk thing, but uh, you know, he's a famous guy too, famous rich guy. So uh, there you go. I hope this helps a little bit. Helped me. Until the next debrief, get after y'all.